This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning into The Wealth Puzzle. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington <laughs> from the Lynn Group. Woohoo. I'm still like in this weird nervous phase, though, where now that the video, the, the lights on camera action. Right. I, I don't you know, I, I'm I'm still in the. <laughs> I totally get it. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's okay. I, I like it when no one can see me. They can only hear me. Yes. But, Hey, you know, just to kind of make reinforcement of what we're doing, we are ever evolving here at the Lynn Group. We're taking our show, The Wealth Puzzle, and we're turning it into video. So for all of our subscribers to the podcast, you now have such a wonderful opportunity to uh, rewatch the show, to share it with your friends. But you can watch it live, not live. Jeez Louise, see, I'm already... You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Rumble. The benefit of why we decided to go to the show was to obviously show off my good looks. Part one. Part two is the phenomenal decor of Tana's office. Oh, and, yes. Um, but Thank most you. importantly is uh, so that people can see um, the things we're talking about, right? We can put up charts. We can put up graphs. Yeah. We can show you the things that we look at. It's going to make it a little more interactive. So obviously, if you're a podcaster, that's no big deal. Um, keep listening. Uh, you know, it's funny. I listen to a couple podcasts, some econ economists I like, and they have shows. And so, but still listening to the content, I get out of it what I'm looking for. But if you want the extra visual excitement of watching what we're talking about, looking at some of the articles we're talking about, things like that, then certainly subscribe to our YouTube channel. Now, our YouTube channel is for the, the formal company named The Lind Group. So you just look up The Lind Group, mm -hmm. L-Y-N-D. Subscribe to us. You can follow the show. I, I think they'll post the updates and things like that. So you can go in there. The other benefit of the YouTube and the Rumble videos is because we're not having them edited the same way as we need to for the podcast rules. We're loading them a lot quicker. So we are loading yeah. them the same day. Um, this is still the infancy. We're not, I'm not even <laughs> advertising it other than the podcast. So it's like the people that are already listening to it are like, well, I'm not going to go listen to it again. Um, but here pretty quickly, we'll start advertising our YouTube show too, mm -hmm. separately to our client database and whatnot. So, hey, uh, appreciate it. It's still in the infancy. Tana has actually <laughs> demanded that I create like beautiful, like, and <laughs> intro and exit yes. videos that can make this all jazzier. So I hey, love it. You guys are all part of the game here. We're 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 all evolving together. So in any case, appreciate that. Appreciate our listeners. Appreciate our mm -hmm. our viewers and all the feedback that we get and the things we do. So hot diggity dog down to business as usual. It is Monday. What is this? March twenty mm second. -hmm. I cannot believe mm -hmm. the year is already a quarter over. <laughs> Um, it's already been a busy year. Um, yes. they lied to us, right? <laughs> they said that 2021 would be a whole lot better than 2020. And so far in California, we're still kind of locked down. Mm. We're 
still on the sidelines. We still have COVID issues. And it's funny how the ball keeps moving, unfortunately. Remember, our job as retirement income planners is to try to help people understand and navigate things. Mm -hmm. And I am very optimistic. I mean, Tana, you and I, we've talked extensively in the last number of weeks about what I feel are just such positive economic indicators. Yeah. The world is progressing. Things are moving forward. Right. But remember, our job function is to worry for our, our clients, right? So we're busy worrying. We're being paranoid. We're watching the news and, mm-hmm. and reviewing things. And so there is a little bit of a sense of just like the little, bing, you know, something's kind of up behind my ear as you read about all of the COVID variants, the variants, um, you know, there's a little bit of spiking cases in 20 states. Mm-hmm. There's some shutdowns in Paris and in Europe. There's been some criticism of one of the vaccines. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's just, there's some goofiness still out there. It would be interesting to see how the government tried to handle COVID goofiness, right? Yeah. You know, originally those shutdowns were to do one thing and that was to slow the roll right. so that we could be prepared. But you know what? A year later, I'd like to think we're pretty prepared. You know, I think we, you know, have probably a pile of masks somewhere and gloves and mm-hmm. we've got vaccines. We got all kinds of fun stuff going on. Now Tana's in Texas. Yes. Where, you know, you can barely get those people to wear pants when they go outside. <laughs> so Everything's pretty free, free and clear. Well, you know, it's just hillbilly state. <laughs> no, my my neighbors are definitely dressed. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's because of the snowstorm. See, you know, the the weather came in and everyone said, "Ooh, it's cold." Um, you know, but it's but it's interesting to to map out and look at how the different states are having mm-hmm. different experiences. Right. Obviously, California, we, we got a little bit of an alleviation. They, um, you know, we went to what's called what's here locally, the red tier instead of the purple tier. So they now mm-hmm. say that, you know, one person and a and a child can be in a restaurant at any given time. Yeah. Uh, can I got nothing Sorry. from you? Nothing. <laughs> So I'm that like, was well, because I really felt like it was probably an honest it's, it's probably comment. True. Like, yes, that's probably what yes. you're really experiencing. You no longer have to leave your kids in the car. You can right? finally bring them in to pick up your food. That's the, <laughs> that's the next that's the next tier. The um, so you know, positive vibes. Hope it all works mm-hmm. out. But on a good news, once again, you know, first quarter earnings, or excuse me, fourth quarter earnings rather that came out in the first quarter. We're all very positive overall. Mm-hmm. The GDP for the first quarter is very positive. The government is printing money like Bonkersville. They're giving out stimulus checks. That's very positive. I was just reading an article, Tana, that said that they estimate that 10% of stimulus checks will wind up in the stock market or Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah. Well, geez. Sounds like they of- needed it. <laughs> Good thing we gave it to them. Mm-hmm. Woo, goody, goody, gumdrops. I'm glad they got the money because they needed it so bad so they could buy some Bitcoin. I'm glad that's what we're financing yeah, with our tax it's dollars. terrible. But hey, what do I know? So anyways, moving on. Let, you know, we, we, we kind of beat the dead horse in the last couple of years, harassing the stimulus bill, talking COVIDnomics and a bunch of things that were less pleasant. So Tana, you are a retirement income certified professional. Why don't you finally commandeer this show and start educating people on things that might be useful to their own situation? Great idea. Did you get that article that I sent you to your email? (laughs) I hope you looked at it this time. (laughs) 
Tana, I, I didn't I didn't want to see the best outfit to put on squirrels. What are you talking about? No, there's some really good stuff. Things that we talk to our clients every day about. So oh, yeah? I was really excited to share it with you. Okay. Okay. So Tana's talking taxes. And so I was yes. trying to stray away from that because taxes are boring. <laughs> no, it's so important. And the thing is, I think we kind of get in this habit where we think about our taxes, you know, January, February, um, and then March, April, we're trying to get them done before the deadline. But right. really, we need to start the year prior and really just focus on how can we minimize our taxes? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about something that, that a lot of people don't think about, right? There's actually two components of taxes. Mm -hmm. There's tax preparing, which most people do. You know, you wait right. till April 13th and you say, oh, crud, I got to get my taxes filed. Who's going to file them? Do you do it yourself? Do you have someone mm -hmm. do it? And all you're doing is recording history. You're just preparing the taxes from what happened the previous year. Yeah, it's already a done deal. It is what it is. Yeah. What you brought up, though, which is such an important component here at the Lynn Group, um, is tax planning. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to just record history. We want to think in the current year, yeah. what are the things that we could be doing that could be effective? What are the things that would help our tax liability, our income, our cash right. flow? Look because ahead. What is the saying? I mean, they talk about investment return, but it's it's it, with with taxes. It's not what's coming in. It's it's what you get to keep. Yes. You know? And so if you have an inefficient tax plan, you might be getting hosed. Now, the good news is, is as much as Tana and I do tax planning, big picture as it comes to retirement planning, we actually have an in-house tax preparer who yes. also does our tax planning. He's great. So it's great. Connor, man, he yeah. knocks it out of the park. He does my taxes. And so I'm of the opinion, if he can do mine, he can do anybody else's. Definitely. Because Such a great I am guy. A crazy narcissist when it comes to numbers with yeah. my own numbers. He's very and knowledgeable. I criticize him. I hassle him. I try to be that annoying client that says, well, what if we did it different? You know, let's try this. And and he loves to poo-poo yeah. my, my dumb ideas. So if you need help with taxes, number one, obviously give the office a call, 805-500-7035. But number two, if you're curious about planning taxes, mm -hmm. understanding what are the things that you can do, and give us a call. This is what we do. This should be such an important part of your retirement plan because most people I feel view taxes as a byproduct. I don't yeah. know. It's just, you know, I invest my money and I, I right. triggered my social security and, and, and everything else is a byproduct. No taxes should be a huge upfront component. I mean, hell taxes should be one of the components on how you choose to invest your money right? because of the taxation it creates and the process that that will be on your income. So here's the article. I'm pulled, I was I was long-winded talking because I was trying to figure out how to pop it up on the screen. And so I was, I was slow rolling. All right. Can anybody see that? Yes. You it see looks that, good. Tana? Yes, it looks good. Oh, made it too big. Ooh, yep. oh. There we go. Oh, I even got the highlight on this. I think I can highlight this. So here's an article Tana sent me from Think Advisor. Now that's a funny title, this company, because is it saying Think Advisor? Like it's saying advisor. Why don't you think? <laughs> Or, or is it for advisor or is this company for advisors that think, I, <laughs> I, you know, see, everyone like will learn from way. me. Look, I, I analyze everything, right? I, I, you know, I'm devil's advocate. I want to make sure that, that everything we're doing is on the up and up here. So what do we got? We got taxes in retirement. Mm -hmm. Well, Tana, that's a convenient article since we do retirement planning and we're talking about taxes. 
So yes. what do you got here? What do you got for us? So one of the things that kind of popped out on um, from this article is, yes, we know that they have changed the required minimum distribution yeah. um, age to 72. But uh-huh. the key point is they actually updated the uh, charts, the table that they base off the calculation. So it's going to give us a reduction. That's um, nice. Yes. I like reductions. Yes. So you bring up a good point though. So everybody, well, you know, it's funny as I say everybody, but the reality is, is I bring up required minimum distributions to a lot of people. And a lot of people are are like, "Eh, I don't know. I've heard of them. What, what is that? So Tana, why don't you tell everybody what it is? And what I would like you to do is, is (laughs) exactly recite the IRS code. No, I don't have it memorized. (laughs) Boring. I'm disappointed as usual. I know, but the um on your qualified your pre-taxed accounts, you have okay. to um, the IRS mandates that you take a distribution each year once you turn the age of seventy-two. Well, that sounds mean. Oh, <laughs> I know, Doesn't but they want mean? their they want their tax dollars. <laughs> they want their cheddar. <laughs> yes. Well, and so that's the deal, right? Is yeah. is a pre-taxed account? What what would be a good example of a pre-taxed account for the listeners? So an IRA. Okay, an IRA. Yeah. Anything else come to the top of the water? Mm. What if you're working? How about a 401k? Well, if you're working, well, okay. You don't have to take an RMD. I shot myself in the foot at saying that. So you're trying to be smarter than me, which is not fair. (laughs) We, I thought we had an agreement here. The, um, in any case, if you're not working, anything that hasn't been taxed, yes, IRA, your 401k, your 457, uh, your 403b, you all have to take money out of those accounts. Yeah. Now it's funny. See, I started doing this stuff about 17 years ago <laughs> and um, God, it's finally like been a long time. Kind of, you know, <laughs> I remember I was like, I've been doing it five years. <laughs> I've been doing this 11 years, 17 years. I'm starting to be like, how old am I? Yeah. You're getting old. The, uh, geez. I'm like uh, mid career, <laughs> midlife uh, crisis uh, over the hill. Oh, midlife crisis. So I'm just kidding. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get me a pink Lamborghini. Pink. That'd be, that'd be quite the crisis. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, I got four daughters. They'd love yes, it. Yes, they, they, they would. would. Be so entertained. It'd be like yeah, their see, Barbie car. See, the reality is, no matter what I do, everything is about entertaining my children. So, yeah. yeah. And any case, so they say that you have to take money out. So when I first started my career, you had to take money out at seventy and a half. Mm-hmm. Which, when you read the IRS code, which is what publication no nine forty nine forty B, that was a guess. Nobody Google that, but I think I'm right. <laughs> Google it. Now I dare you. Anyways, when I I remember when I first started doing this, you start learning all of these tax rules for clients. You know, many years ago, and so like the funny part about being the newbie is you, it's easy to like weirdly criticize stuff, right? And so you come in and you're like. Okay, the IRS says if you have a retirement account that has not been taxed, you have to start taking money out at 70 and a half. And my first thought is that's such a random number. 70 and a half. <laughs> like who like what, what did they have like a little spinning piñata wheel and they're throwing darts at a balloon? Like, yes. Like who comes up with that? So then the the IRS publication gets even weirder. It's not really 70 and a half. 
technically the technical rule was the April of the year following the year you turn 70 and a half. So when you think about it, you say, okay, let's say Tana, what month is your birthday? Uh, September. Yeah. Okay. I was going to guess August. I don't know why the, um, but anyways, you, your, your birthday still worked to my, my, my thing here. So you have a second half of the year birthday, right? Mm -hmm. So that means if you turn 70 next year, which, you're creeping up on that pretty quickly. No, I'm not. Um, the you're rude. Well, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the um. Anyways, uh, I have. A, I'm a terrible judge of age. The um. <laughs> you know, I'm all screwed up. I, I was. I was making such a good point. You had to. You had to. That's what you get for calling me close to seventy. Me. I, uh, Tana, I'm older than you. So what are we talking about here? The, um, okay. So your birthday is in September. So it's second half of the year, right? Yeah. So that means that if you had turned 70 this year, the 70 and a half didn't even happen till next year. Right. Right. So what is that? 2022. Yes. But then all of a sudden it was the April of the year following the year you turned. So even though you turned 70 in 2021, right. your actual technical mandatory distribution didn't kick in until 2023. Right. Like what? Yeah. Oh, fun fact about a mandatory distribution is that it has one of the highest penalties in the IRS code. The moment that you miss your mandatory distribution, it's an instant 50% penalty on what you didn't distribute. So right. if you're supposed Ouch. to take out a thousand bucks and you didn't $500 penalty, boom. Yeah. So wait, government make rule weird and difficult <laughs> and big penalty. And expect normal person who doesn't do this for living to figure it out. Well, and then I would also owe another one because I would be turning 71 in September again. Well, that's true. So that's totally true. So yeah. if you if you follow the IRS rule at the time, right. you take that one out by April and right. literally by the same December. So within six months in the same calendar, you have to pull a second one yeah. to then satisfy that one. Ouch. Yeah. So, you know, it. Big government. Woohoo. But uh, I like I vote, the other I one. Vote for big government. They're this so smart. Other, this other one, though, that I thought was really interesting is the capital gains tax brackets. No, no, no. I'm not done with this RMD oh, thing. How I thought we were you? done. Nope. Oh. Hoity toit. Just because I told you to stick to a schedule and a time today doesn't mean <laughs> I'm going to allow you to steer me out of what I'm okay. doing. So, one more thought on the mandatory distribution. Okay. So Tana brought up a good point. They simplified the rule by making it 72 instead of 70 and a half. So it just kind of makes it mentally easier because the year you turn 72, it doesn't matter if it's December 31st or January 1st, you got to pull the mandatory distribution for that calendar year. Boom. Easy right. peasy lemon squeezy. What was funny though, is when they made this rule in 2019 under the secure act, what they did is they didn't change the actual calculation brackets. So it used to be at 70 and a half, you had to pull out 27.4% of your money. And then, you know, by the time you were, you know, 72, it was, you know, whatever it was, it was 26% or whatever the number is. It gets bigger. The irony is it gets lower, which gets bigger, which if that makes any sense, it's increasing the percentage. But anyways, the point is, is by 72, you now deferred your you know, mandatory distribution you know, a couple of years or whatever it ended up being mathematically on the calendars. But then they had the same calculation historically 72. So then you just had to pull out more anyways. So all it did was compound the problem and make a bigger tax right. liability. 
So one of the new rules that just came out that is not effective this year, if you're already collecting your mandatory distributions, it's effective for next year, mm-hmm. 2022, is they shifted the tables finally. Took a couple years, but they shifted the tables to, to make it actually make some kind of financial sense to people. Right. That didn't have to make sense to you. All that really matters is that it makes sense to me and Tana. Since we're the ones that figure this stuff all out for you guys. So there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. But anyways, it's improving. Now let's complicate it even further, right? Um, The 70 and a half rule had been in place for a millennia, in my opinion, because it was before I started in the business and it was pretty much all of my career. And then they changed it in 2019. Well, guess what, everybody? Hot dog. Good news. The Secure Act 2.0 that they're trying to pass is now trying to push the mandatory distribution to 75. Mm, yes. So this thing's only been in place for like right. a year. And they're and they're already... already changing it again, maybe. Mm-hmm. Once again, big government. Anyways. All right. I apologize. I digress. Tana, I'm taking <laughs> off the highlights. I'm going to lay my head down on the floor and you talk. No, 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 no. No, but I really like the first one. I guess I should have gone in order, but let's see. I wasn't going to say anything. I know. I, I'm kind of out. I'm kind of like that. So. But hey, but the people that are listening to the podcast wouldn't know you went out of order. So right. So I shouldn't have said that. For for at least half the people. <laughs> but there's capital gains tax brackets that I think are very interesting that can help um you from having to pay taxes on your capital gains. It's really interesting. Yeah, it is. So tell us about them. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> so if you are married and you're filing jointly and you're over the age of 65, you can have up to $108,000 in capital gains mm-hmm. and pay no federal taxes. Yeah. So that's a, you know, it's kind of a technicality, but, but what happens is, is, Everybody has a standard deduction, right? There's two things that you do on your taxes. And oh, wait a second. What remember when we talked about tax planning? Oh my goodness. See? This is a good one. All of these cool things that, yes. that if you think about and plan your taxes, there could be some really cool stuff to goof around with. And so what happens is is everybody has a standard deduction. Um, you know, for most people right now, it's about twenty-five grand. If you're over the age of sixty-five, mm-hmm. it's about twenty-eight thousand dollars, kind of a number. Granted, you can have an itemized deductions where you know, if you itemize things such as mortgage interest, charitable deductions, mm-hmm. things like that, medical expenses, you could use it. But honestly, the reason the standard deduction is so high is because the government expects most people to be just using the standard deduction, which most people are. So remember, the way a standard deduction works is it says if you have some taxable income, you don't have to pay any tax on that taxable income up to your standard deduction. So, for example, let's start with a year where you got a big goose egg. You got no income taxes or excuse, you got no income and you decided to pull. Let's just call it twenty eight thousand dollars out of your retirement account. That's fully taxable, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your IRA, you've never paid tax on it. So it's taxable income. But if you pulled out just money out of your IRA all the way up to your standard deduction, even though it's fully taxable, guess what? You don't owe any federal taxes on it. So these are the games that we start playing with people's tax liability. You know, I mean, we'll talk about social security if we get to it, this show is taking so long. (laughs) Um, But the reality is that these create some huge plays. And so number one, you can take out up to your standard deduction of taxable income. Number two 
when you look at capital gains, now what is a capital gain? Now there's two capital gains, right? There's short term and there's long term. Mm-hmm. The one we're talking about is long term. Long term right. means that you have a non retirement account. So let's just say your buddy Jim said, Oh my gosh, you got to go buy some Moderna stock because Moderna's making vaccines. Go buy the stock. <laughs> so you buy the stock and it in fact goes up. Um, you know, so if you bought it, you know, a year or two ago, you look like a superhero. What happens is, is if you hold that Moderna stock for over 12 months, it turns into a long-term capital gain. And so if you then sell it, remember you pay tax on the gains of investments, right? Just like selling a house or anything else. Mm -hmm. There's a 0% capital gains bracket. There's a 15%. There's a 20%. And then for the overly patriotic folks, there's a 23.8%, which is its own conversation. So how does it work if you're married filed jointly? If you had no income at all, you could literally pull $80,000 of capital gains, long-term capital gains out of an investment, have that much gain, $80,000. That's a pretty big gain, you know, did well on your investment and pay zero tax on it. If you then lump on top your standard deduction, so you pulled out $108,000 of gains out of non-retirement account investment returns, you owe no taxes federally that year. How cool is that? That is great. It's really cool. So the, the the play here is, is if you have these taxable accounts, if the money is growing, it, you, you know, you got to be conscious. Hey, I'm working right now. Maybe I don't want to sell my investments just yet because I'm going to get hammered on tax liability. Whereas I'm retiring next year. Maybe what I'll do is I'll retire. And in my first year of retirement, instead of taking my social security or, you know, trash in my 401k or something, what I'll do is I'll sell all of these really taxable investments yeah, good and get point. them all out of there completely tax free and look like a superhero. But that would be called tax planning and nobody wants to do that. So right. there you go. Taxes is a byproduct, Tana. Don't ever plan them. <laughs> no, I don't agree. So but that was a good point. Up. I was being, was that facetious? Was I being facetious? Is, yes. that a, is that, I don't know how to use that word correctly. But that was a great segue to social security. <laughs> Working with people. Tana's got a big clock on the wall. She's like, <laughs> okay, that was, that was very long winded, Mike. Let's, uh, let's move along. Let's keep going. M- move along. All right. Social security. So basically what do we got on social security? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not even going to read the paragraph. I think the takeaway here is social security is confusing when it comes to taxation because social security is like buying a diamond. Like what the heck did that mean? (laughs) But like, and and to be fair, you know, my wife's got a little diamond ring. I bought it a million years ago. So maybe I'm not the the resident expert on discussing diamond purchases. What if I smiled though and had just a big grill of diamond teeth? Then I, then you'd say Mike is a very qualified person to understand diamonds. The reason I bring up diamonds is the pricing is funny, right? You know, if you buy a little tiny diamond, you know, it's probably reasonably priced. But if you then buy one that's twice as big as it, it's not like it's twice as much in price. It's a lot more expensive. And if you buy one that's twice as big as that, it's not like the price doubles. It gets exponentially bigger. And so I always thought that that was funny. It's not like, you know, if if a one carat diamond costs, I don't know, five grand, a two carat diamond doesn't cost 10 grand. It costs like 30 grand. You're like, Ugh. you know, I'll go back to the one. Wait, what about those fake ones? How do the fake ones work? Do they hold up well in your in your mouth? 
<laughs> the um you gotta clean that stuff like with windex i think my wife cleans her ring with windex so you clean your, your teeth diamonds with windex? no you go to the jeweler and they do it for free it's great oh i don't know it's like i said i i i'm a simple human being i got no pink lambo and i got no diamond. right so i don't know what i'm talking about but anyways the the price increases exponentially and that's the challenge that social security has is the taxability of your social security increases as your other income sources increase and this is also what's fascinating about social security just like with capital gains is there are huge scenarios where social security is completely tax-free. Number one, social security is not taxed in every state. In 27 states in the country, it is completely tax-free, including California and Texas. Texas doesn't tax anything. (laughs) It was a joke that only I got or made or something. I don't know. But it's certainly not taxable in California. So you got to look up your state and see if social security is taxed in your state. I've got a client right now moving to North Carolina. We literally Googled it. Google, Googled it. Googed what, it. Is, what does Googled it mean? The um, We Googled it, which you're not supposed to say anymore, right? Because that's like, uh, yeah, I don't advertising, but that's what we grew up saying, right? You Google things. It's true. Yeah, we duck, duck, goad it. Is that better? <laughs> we, we, we looked it up and North Carolina does not tax social security. So in any case, you have to understand that. But once again, the state taxation of social security is important, completely tax-free in California, which means it's got a benefit, right? You want tax-free income. This is phenomenal. In addition to that, depending on how much you make and the way these weird brackets work with social security taxation, um, you know, social security is tax-free, then half of it's taxable, then 85% of it's taxable. It gets really messy. But what Tana and I can say is we have a lot of clients that by properly leveraging Social Security, which commonly means waiting, unfortunately, mm-hmm. getting it bigger, we can right. see a husband and wife having, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars coming in from Social Security by delaying it and then take up to their standard deduction out of their IRA 401k money. So I've got a boatload of people that are making like $85,000 in retirement and pay zero taxes. Yeah. Or they could do that Roth conversion on their IRA too as well. Well, that's true. But that just complicates things without a picture. Oh. So we need pictures. Pictures are worth a thousand words. But in simplicity, you really need to think about the timing of your social security. That is truly tax planning in retirement is what do most people do with social security, Tana? I've retired. What do I do? Uh, they claim it right at 62. Boom. Shoot it dead in the street, right? Stuff's not growing anymore. Uh, what do they say? 65% or something of people take social security at 62. Right. Less than 4% of people ever take it past 66 or whatever your full retirement age is. Those are pretty interesting statistics, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when this is tax favorable. Mm -hmm. All right, Tana quiz. Is our national debt going up or going down? Going up. Like exponentially. Exponentially. Oh, wow. That's a big word. <laughs> the um okay. So going up. Mm-hmm. Um how do you think the government will decide to pay that off eventually? What are some of their choices? Any any one obvious choice that comes to mind? Taxes. Well, that's interesting. Wow. <laughs> so the government uses taxes mm-hmm. to create more revenue, potentially. That's funny. A fun fact. What is um, President Biden talking about right now? Any any ideas? We're talking about increasing on some people. Yeah, taxes. 
oh, weird. Mm -hmm. I wonder why he's doing that. You spent a boatload of money. You're in a boatload of debt. And now you want to increase taxes in a certain demographic boatload. Tana's taxes are going up. Mine will be fine. The, um, that's, that's all we need to know from that point. But the takeaway is, is taxes are probably going up in a lot mm-hmm. of respects. Remember, pre-Reagan, there were time periods where the federal tax brackets were at 90%, yeah. 70%. That's crazy. You know, dealing with World War II. Yeah, hey, uh, hey, you worked really hard. Oh, you, you, you know, big successful guy. I'll tell you what, you just keep 10% on every dollar and we'll call it good. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, that seems like unmotivating to work overly hard, but what do I know? Um, But it's fascinating, right? Because taxes are actually historically low. They have all these really cool charts online. (laughs) You would think on the argument that we have a show to show pictures, we would suddenly have that picture. But I wasn't planning on having this conversation um, where they show the history of national debt and tax liability. And more or less, those lines are parallel. They move together. The debt goes up, taxes go up. The debt goes down, taxes go down. This is the first time in like 100 years that the debt is skyrocketing and taxes are staying consistent. Obviously, uh, the president is talking about changing some of that. So we'll see what happens. Um, But the reality is, is you need to be conscious about taxes and social security in retirement for most people is huge. Tana, quiz question. You take a dollar out of your 401k or your IRA. How much of it is subject to federal taxes? Every dollar. Boom. How much of it is subject to state taxes? Possibly every dollar. That's right. Every dollar. Hot yeah. diggity dog. Okay. Let's play the game. You get a pension. You're one of those lucky folk who has a pension. How much of it is subject to federal and state taxes? Every dollar. Every dollar. Yeah. Dollar for the dollar. So wait a second. So let's think about people's retirement sources. Don't, most normal people have some kind of basic retirement account, some kind of possible pension and social security. I mean, that's kind of the makeup for most people. I mean, yeah, maybe you've got a rental, maybe uh, uncle Buck left you his trust fund. I mean, I don't know, but for most people, they've got some retirement money. If they're lucky, they've got a pension and then they've got their social security. That is, that is, uh, it's gotta be 80% of the people that we, we talk to. And so when two thirds of those things, retirement accounts and pensions are fully taxable, no matter what you do, no matter how creative you are. And social security is the only thing that is tax favorable. Don't you think you should put a little thought into that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyways, we have absolutely outstayed our welcome here today. I I really, you know, it's funny is Tan and I were talking about this and she sent me this article and it had these, you know, five things of tax efficiency. And I thought, that's nice. This will take us like six minutes. Then what are we going to talk about? No, it was great. And here we are. Here we are. So I think we'll probably kind of wrap it up there. But look, We love all of our listeners. We want feedback. If you have questions about the show, certainly give us a call. Um, 805-500-7035. Watch this. I'm like in the process. I was slow rolling it because I wanted to pop up the banner. There's our our phone number. There's our website, thelindgroup.com. If you do not have a retirement plan and or you do have a retirement plan, but you do not feel that you have consciously thought about tax planning as kind of the primary driver of what you're doing, You need to call us. This is what Tana and I do for people. This Mm -hmm. is how we help people. Give us a call, 805-500-7035. We would absolutely complimentary, be happy to help you rough out and organize a proper retirement income plan. 
We're here for second opinions. We're here for first opinions. Mm -hmm. We're here for all opinions. So, hey, we appreciate our time. Tana, thank you so much for always being here and being patient with me. Um, I'm apologizing for aging you earlier. That was, that was <laughs> thank you. I'm sure, I'll hear about it later. Apology um, accepted. Ah, no, good. Whew. <laughs> nervous. The um, in any case, once again, everyone have a great week, and we will be back next week. So, toodaloo. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.